out. Hello, everybody. Welcome to another episode of Hear Me Out. My name's RJ. My name's Blay. And once again, this is the podcast where two best friends try to become better friends by convincing each other to like a new hobby and or interest. Mm. Every week, we have a new subject. We have a new expert guest. And the loser today has to uh, donate to a charity. RJ, what is the charity that you or I shall be donating to this week. So today's charity is kind of in line with the theme, which we'll get to. But today's Ooh. charity is the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation. Oh, They're okay. a nonprofit fighting poverty, disease, inequality all around the world. If you guys also want to donate, you can go to GatesFoundation.org. Also, as like a bonus donation, whoa, I was thinking we could do. You know, maybe we could donate to uh, to today's guests nonprofit, but let's yeah. get into that. Who's your guest I today, Blair? It. I love it. OK, so here's the deal, man. Look, you know, I'm uh, I'm always thinking I've always got a plan. I've always got yeah. a blueprint. I'm always All working right. on an angle. OK, sure. OK, well, just agree with me. We'll pretend. Yeah, it's, cool, ca- cool. it's called. Yes. And dude, yeah, it's yeah. called. Yes. And not. Yeah. No. But OK, <laughs> so here's the thing. I think you and I should start our own business. Oh, I think we should start our own business. We got a lot of good ideas, man. We're out there on the streets. You know, we're at the tip of the spear. We're at the forefront of human ingenuity. And I have brought, uh, speaking of human ingenuity, I have brought a amazing guest this week. She's an entrepreneur. She has started an incredible startup about quantum computing called Qmunity. You can find more uh, info on that at Qmunity.tech. Please welcome Anisha Musty. Hello, Anisha. Hi. Hello. Nice to meet you both, and thank you for having me. Thank you for joining us. Now, if you could, tell us a quick, run us through what is Community. And it doesn't yeah. have to be quick. Okay. We have an hour. So we're trying to have as much time <laughs> okay. as you want. Time, yeah. So take yeah. as much time as you want. <laughs> so I started Community when I was 14 years old. And it was basically after a friend of mine, we both realized that there aren't that many resources for high schoolers trying to learn quantum computing. And being high schoolers trying to learn quantum computing, we realized that. So we were like, why don't we fix this problem? So we actually met an IBM representative at a quantum tech conference and they were like, we'll help you out on that mission. And oh in partnership with IBM, we kind of just created this whole organization about resources, events, and a community for young people trying to learn the technology. That I have to imagine so cool. that there are not a ton of resources for anyone who wants to learn about quantum That is That's very true, yeah. <laughs> so, uh, I mean... How did you get interested in high school in quantum computing to begin with? Before you wanted to share it with the world, how did you personally become interested in that? For me, I was just like watching YouTube videos, like regular teenager things. And then I don't know why, because I was not like a big STEM kid at the time. I don't know why a quantum computing video came up into my recommended, but I watched it. And then I was like, okay, this is pretty cool. And then I actually ordered this book. I'm holding it right now. It's called Quantum Computing for Everyone. And I was like, okay. Then I started learning it. It was super, super cool to me. And I just kind of went deeper and deeper and deeper. And I met more people like the friend I started community with. And then it became like part of who I am. Wow. For a second, I thought you were going to say, I was watching these YouTube videos and my computer's really slow. So I was like, how can I make make these videos load faster? Oh, that would have been a much cooler story. But unfortunately, (laughs) it was just like some YouTube video. I disagree. Your story is incredible. It's awesome. And for for people out there who are not familiar, could you explain a little bit about what quantum computing is and why it's so exciting? 
Yeah, so quantum computing is essentially a type of computation that harnesses the laws of quantum mechanics. So I know that sounds super complicated at first, but if you imagine it is like a typical computer computes things in ones and zeros, but a quantum computer has the capability using a quantum mechanical theory called superposition to compute at one and zero at the exact same time. So it cannot just, it doesn't just test one, then zero, it tests one and zero at the same time, making it exponentially faster. So, like, so is he, it? Yeah. Oh, sorry. Sorry. Arch, all, yeah. of my, all of my knowledge comes from like Ant-Man <laughs> and the Avengers. No, that's, that's exactly anything. why I thought it was so fun too. Like by the first article I ever wrote about quantum computing, it was like an Ant-Man gif. And then yeah. I went into like what quantum computing is. Because that's exactly why I was like, oh, that's why I clicked on it. Like, come on. <laughs> RJ, RJ thinks computers are made out of like wood and dirt. Yeah. He's yeah. like, he expects <laughs> to like open up his yeah. desktop and be like, I thought there was going to be rocks in yeah. here. I used a screwdriver to get the zoom to work today. Don't know how. It just. Yeah. Horrible. I need to talk to you about that. You shouldn't do it. It makes a lot of noise. On <laughs> did, our did, it, did it work? Well, yeah, sure. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> it won't work after this, though. Just a one on one fix. Uh, nice. That is that is absolutely fascinating. And so isn't there cool. a thing? What is it? Because we're on a trajectory now. I'm going to get this wrong, but I want to say like Moore's law or something, which is basically yeah. as technology, I don't even know what it is, but it's like things kind of keep doubling, but that's not yes. going to happen because physically we can't make chips that much faster. Right. So Moore's law is essentially the law, something that a professor came up with a little while ago, that the amount of transistors in a computer chip needs to double every two years to increase at like a good enough rate to like good to achieve computational complexity. But right. like, Obviously, that's not going to be true into infinity. So now we're kind of reaching the plateau point where it's not going to keep doubling. And that's where they're like, why don't we get the exponentially faster quantum computers to yeah. solve this problem? That is amazing and incredibly why, cool. And Oh, go ahead. Sorry. Why do you think it is important for like what, what do you tell kids in high school? Why do you think it's important for them to learn quantum computing? What Great can question. they do with that? Yeah, personally, I think quantum computing is the future. It's just like if you told someone 10 years ago, learn artificial intelligence, a lot of people would have been like, eh. But now it's like one of the most integrated things in our society. And I'm just saying like right now, if you get onto quantum computing, you're going to be one of the first people there in the future. You're going to be like at the forefront of this new technological wave. It has applications in pretty much anything. It has It integrates with AI, cryptography applications, things like communications, so many things. Like China literally used quantum computing in like, space the other day so really really yeah whatever tech whatever field you want to go into like you can integrate quantum computing like oh even quantum cryptocurrency like things like that there we go you got you got rj's attention mr nft (laughs) over here what's an nft i've never heard of a i know nfts is that a jpeg what is that (laughs) Um, yeah but no i i completely agree and i i think it is and i always love to i feel like i'm really great at seeing where pop culture is going. I feel like I have a good yeah. sense. And RJ, you too. I think we're both so locked into pop culture where it's like, oh, and this is the worst example I could think oh, of. Boy. But like, you know what? I'm you know what I'm noticing right now out there in the world? Zombies, yesterday's news. Werewolves, tomorrow's news. But I have no <laughs> sense of technology and I would like to. I think that's incredibly cool. And and I I, you know, I couldn't agree with you more that like, Computing is, I mean, we're talking on computers now. Yeah. You, know, you, you can't listen to a podcast without a computer. I play video games all the time. I just bought an Oculus VR. I mean, I'm super into things that technology has done for us. 
So I would love to learn more about quantum computing and community seems like a perfect way to do that. What are some of the things you guys have at community? Um, community.tech, by the way. And by the way, I yeah. should say it's Q-M-U-N-I-T-Y.tech. It's community. Yeah, it's like a play on the quantum computing yeah. community. We thought we were pretty clever when we came up with that. <laughs> I, I like it. Uh, you know, it's like, look, thank you. I've, I love frozen yogurt, but I always say Froyo. So I think you guys are creating something very cool with community. Yeah. Um, but what what are some things people can find, some resources you have for the common lay person about quantum yeah, computing? So- the whole thing that we try to go for is like, we don't want a PhD teaching a high school student quantum computing. Like, obviously we can consult them, but we find that it's so difficult for them to distill like 10 years of knowledge to someone like who does it, who knows just like linear, like not even linear algebra, just like or, or me adding. Who's some, also yeah. dumb. Like, I'm not a high school yeah. student, but I'm very stupid. <laughs> Same. Me yeah. too. I'm more so like middle school, but yeah. Our whole motto is like, we want people in college and high school to be the ones creating these resources. So I think we have something for everyone. We have written tutorials. If you are into that, we have videos. If you're into that, we have events. If you want to hear from like actual professionals in the industry. So we have Whoa. workshops, conferences, hackathons. And then we also have a two week summer camp that we host in conjunction with a team called QBraid, which is professors from UC Berkeley, from Dartmouth, from MIT, who teach at that camp. Good. And yeah, I think it's an amazing experience, really. Just there's something for everyone. So we're, however you learn best, we have it. Do you focus that. more on, like, does, does your organization focus more on, like, outreach to high school kids? Or is it for teachers teaching high school kids or both? Yeah. So right now we're doing more outreach to the high school students directly, but that is something that we have in the pipeline for the future. Like we do eventually want to create curriculum for teachers to integrate this into maybe a high school That's chemistry awesome. class or a high school physics class. That is That's so, cool. so cool. That's so, so cool. fantastic. What were some of the challenges you found stepping back a little bit from quantum computing and just focusing more on creating a startup? What were some yeah. things that surprised you, some challenges you ran into with your friend about we were like, okay, we want to do this. I yeah. got quantum computing for, for everyone or for dummies or whatever. Yeah. How do we do this? What, and, and yeah. what were some of the challenges you found? Yeah. So I think a lot of people face different challenges. For me, it was genuinely like hiring was a big thing. Like oh. when we realized we wanted to expand and we wanted to get more people, we were like, okay, so what are the types of people that we want to hire? Cause we were getting like 34 year old computer science professors who were like, well, I want to join the team now. And we were like, is that the kind of person that we want on the team? Or do we want someone younger, someone who can like relate okay, more boomer. to the audience we're going after? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we got it. Okay. <laughs> that's Sorry. crazy. No, that's crazy. I, I, yeah. What was your like, so hiring was a, an interesting challenge, but like yeah. even before that, how did you decide like, like, obviously you got into quantum computing, but was it yeah. like the name was the thing was like, oh, we got something here. Like, what I'm, was the first thing where you were like, we're making a business? Yeah. The first success you had. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I'm going to be honest. I got into it because of Ant-Man. And then after that, yes. <laughs> yeah, it was it's literally Ant-Man. And then after that, I just like did some more programming on my own and I just, I loved it. And that's what like, okay, so now I can do something impactful in the field that I love. Because quantum computing has like a bigger issue that a lot of people don't know about it. It's just like mm. very obscure. And then people learn about it when they're maybe like in their undergraduate um, computer science or math class. And then they're like, oh, but I was already planning on going to law school. So like, what's the point of like now pursuing quantum? So they end up with like 
a really small amount of quantum scientists in the workforce. So companies actually like are begging to hire people. Like they genuinely like can't find the people they want to hire because there just aren't that many of them. So that's why we're targeting the younger demographic. We call it the people problem. So it's essentially just like bringing more young people into the quantum workforce so then they can eventually go and solve things like that are afflicting the field and making it hard to progress. Wow. Now, I'm sorry, I interrupted you before with my stupid boomer joke, but how, <laughs> did, you, how did you overcome the hiring issue? So you found yeah. a lot of people who are a little bit older and more established mm-hmm. trying to. And then, so how did then what yeah. happened next? Yeah. So, I mean, we did ended up deciding that we wanted mostly high schoolers and undergraduate students to be the ones who are teaching these courses. We do still consult with people who are in their graduates and PhD programs because we obviously want our content to be like very like accurate. But of course generally that's like the people who are making the content. So they don't use like excessive jargon. They're using kind of things that most people like, they kind of have like relatively the same knowledge level as the people they're teaching. Um, Yeah. The bigger, the bigger obstacle came later when we were like, okay, how can we get these people engaged? How like a lot of people, they were like very aligned with the mission. But once you start a company, you realize that, yeah, they can be aligned with the mission, but that's not enough to keep them going. And for me, I realized that discipline was a big thing. Like, people eventually just like lose that sense of like that initial spark of inspiration when that like force them to apply. But then it's like, we have to set up weekly meetings and like weekly routines, like weekly standups to talk about what we're doing. So people like fall into that routine of doing it and they don't lose that inspiration that caused them to join the team in the first place. Wow. That, yeah, that makes total sense. I mean, again, yeah. like you are building a machine and those yeah. machines it's, and that machine needs to function whether or not it feels like yes. it. Exactly. And it's it's high school students. Like we're taking our SATs. We have like finals all the time. And it's just like trying to inspire those people to like continue coming back every single day and like reminding them why they applied in the first place and joined the team. How did you have time? How long has this been around, by the way? Two years? One year? Uh, We started in November 2019. So a little bit over a year. That's insane. And you're in high school still. Yeah. Right. So like, how did you have the time? To do this, did you I have mean, like? I mean, you did it with your friends, so that's two yeah. people, great. But did you have like a mentor or somebody else helping you out? Like, you're going <laughs> to school men- all day. Yeah, not a mentor in the from the get go. But actually, what came in really handy is was COVID. Like, quarantine came, Whoa. and I, something that I noticed was like the biggest like barrier is just like you need that in like that zero to one like you need to get that company off the ground like once you get the company off the ground once you like instill those disciplinary practices it keeps going like even if you have like an off week where it's like finals for you it keeps going but if you're if you just like give up because you have finals week and like that's the process of just getting it off the ground then it's going to fail and I think the timing was perfect for us because we got like online school and then we were like no activities after school so you had tons of time to just like focus on this like 24 7. That's yeah. so great. Wow. I love that. Oh my God. Awesome. All right. Well, here's the thing. So I'm trying to convince RJ we should start a business. You clearly have done it. Successful, amazing business with community. Yeah. And we're going to take a break. And when we get back, we're going to dive into the arguments. We'll see you in a second. Okay. We're back. So Blay here is trying to convince me that we should start a business. That's right. Now, look, man, here's the thing. I kind of said this up top, but I'm going to reiterate it, which is Look, we have good ideas. You have I got tons ideas. of good ideas. You got great ideas. Didn't you come up with breakfast spaghetti? <laughs> it was like spaghetti for breakfast with eggs in it. You got a lot of good ideas, man. Now, I'm look, into it's them not, all. It's not on the level of quantum computing. Breakfast no. spaghetti. 
but no. I, I, it could be a business. So here's the thing. This is, I think we should start our own business because I think we, and by we, I mean you, have some really great groundbreaking ideas that could change the world, maybe as much as quantum computing, maybe not. But the first thing is, and, and you just talked about this a little bit before the break. If you start your own business, RJ, you have flexible hours. It's very simple. You have a lot of things you like to do. You know, you like to go on hikes. You like to watch awful television. <laughs> you uh, are putting together a, a patio. I don't know, you're pouring concrete or something. And then you stamp some stuff. Here. I uh-huh. remember you saying something. We're not really yeah. friends, so I don't really care. Renovating a house. Renovating yeah. a house. You've got things to do. And here's the thing, man. You can't be chained to a nine to five all day. We can't all be Anisha who's creating a business and going to school full time and learning how to skateboard. What else do you do? You're doing I actually am up. learning how to skateboard. Ah, what? <laughs> what? That's what I'm talking about. That's what I'm talking about. We've got a, Anisha and I have a mind melt. Yeah, Anisha know, is so like much me. cooler than us. <laughs> She's so much cooler. That is true. She is so it's much cooler. cooler. I but- was playing Dungeons and Dragons at Denny's. That's what I'd spent my life doing in high school uh, with my two friends. And she's changing the world which is (laughs) flexible hours man you know what i'm saying flexible hours i don't know but but anisha back me up on this i don't know that the hours are gonna be more flexible i mean wouldn't you say that it takes tons of time to like get this thing going get a business off the ground yeah i mean i'm probably going to have to agree with you on that it's like you don't just go away from a nine to five job it becomes more of like a nine to like nine or 10 p.m. job because you just, that's all you do. <laughs> yes. Like it becomes part of your life. It's just but like I'm, the only thing that's happening. There's no like, oh, yeah. let me go like eat dinner with my friends. Like, nope, you have to finish well, this. Yeah, you got to get the have, business going. Archie doesn't yeah. have friends, so it's fine. He has no friends. So you're not, it's, 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 but I will say, okay, fine. Oh, then I'm not saying, I'm not saying less hours. I'm saying more flexible hours. Okay. Not less hours, <laughs> but flexible, you know? That's yeah. all I'm saying. You know, you're you're working for yourself. So you're like, okay, I need to go, I don't know, change the brushes in my Roomba. Whatever you do for fun, RJ. You know what I'm saying? That's all. So uh, flexible, flexible hours. It's okay. not a great argument. It's not a great. It's the first one. I'm <laughs> okay. starting off slow. Yeah. I mean, right. honestly, you're probably right. Like you can usually schedule things on your own, but generally, like once you bring more people into it, then it's oh. like, do you really want to be that douche? Who's like, you know what? We're, we're operating on my schedule. Oh, like well, I want to go true. change my like, toilet seat so like you all have to like reschedule the meeting for like two hours so typically you do end up being accountable to your team just because you want to be like that leader who like isn't just like jerking everyone around yeah just because you can Blan and I do often change our toilet seats that's a well-known fact I'm on number four this week perfect it's just like the telepathy is insane yeah (laughs) Yeah. I ate like two pounds of pastrami this is not even a joke or really for the podcast but I bought a pastrami (laughs) and I was so hungry and I was like I'm gonna make like a pastrami I bought two pounds and I made a pound and a half pastrami sandwich let me tell you that's two toilet seats right there (laughs) just ripping like a golf ball through a paper plate so disgusting yeah well um anyway Okay, so maybe okay. we start a toilet seat business, you know? Yeti, but for toilet seats. Ooh. There you go. Boom. That's nice. Concrete. Okay. What are you doing? See, I just, the, guys, the ideas flow out like a, like a, <laughs> like a, like a, I don't know what, but you know, like a river from a mountain or something. Okay. Like a pastrami and, through the human body. Okay. okay. Your words, your words, not mine. Your words, not mine. All right. Okay, so, All right. So we're starting, right. let's just, let's go with that. Let's okay. go with we're starting a toilet seat replacement. Let's not company. Let's not. <laughs> let's not do that. But okay. I'm yeah. just right. saying. Okay. 
Yeti for toilets. Yeti for toilets. Yeti for toilets. I like it. Okay, so flexible hours, and maybe you know what. Anisha, maybe you're right. Maybe it's not. It's not less hours and maybe it's not super flexible. But again, you are a little bit more the master of your desk. You're not going to chief yep. against the man. You know, like, I know what you're saying. You're not doing it. You're not you're no longer doing anything for someone else. You're doing right, it all. Right. Yep. All the hours. Maybe they're not as flexible. Or maybe you don't. Right. Maybe you have more work hours, but it's yes. all towards a goal that is for you. Right. The thing is, is it's technically like you are the one who's doing it for yourself. Like you're not forced to do it. Like you don't have to like ha- put all those hours in. Like you can decide to just work nine to five for your business and no one's stopping you, but you're going to be the person who wants to work until 10 PM yeah. because you're working for yourself and you're working for a goal that like you have in mind, not someone else. And right. that segues perfectly. I don't know how you say that word. Maybe it's perfectly into my next art, which is this. <laughs> RJ, you got on me a little while ago about buying a house. All right. RJ, in a yeah. previous episode with our friend Sona, tried to convince me to buy a house. And one of your main arguments, which really has stuck with me, uh, is when you are renting, you're basically helping someone else pay their mortgage. When you are, when you own a house, you're basically paying yourself. You know, you're paying, you're, you're, you're investing, investing in, in yourself, in your yeah. own equity. Right. Okay. All these things. So listen. When you have your own company, you're your own boss. And, and exactly what Anisha is saying, when all that work you're putting in, you're putting, you're paying yourself back exactly like a mortgage on a house. So you already have a wife. You don't need another boss. You know what I'm saying? So why not be your own boss and pay yourself all of that human capital, all that I life mean- currency? Sometimes you don't even make that much money. Like a lot of founders, like for the first like five years of their money, their employment, like business don't make anything, but like they sleep in their cars, but it's just like the personal fulfillment (laughs) is like what pays you. Like, okay, maybe you, maybe you don't want to sleep in your car. Understandable. (laughs) I would get it. I didn't sleep in my car. Luckily I have parents who house me, but the point is just like, generally, I think that the personal fulfillment is what really pays you. Like the happiness you get from like engaging in your team, hitting those goals that you set for yourself is, like more fulfilling than hitting a goal that someone else set for you. Yeah, that's right. There's more current. There's a, a there's more currency than just the monetary gain that you could get. Exactly. Yep. Right. And that's the thing, man. You're not going to be like stuck in another boring meeting with your boss. You're like snore, snore. This is the worst. I wish I was doing my own thing with my Yeti toilet seat company. Right. You know, you could yeah. do that thing, you know, and you could be inspired. You could you could be going on a hike or whatever you do in your free time and be like, oh, you know what? That gives me an idea. I'm going to put it back into my business. You know what I'm saying? But how do you and Anisha, maybe you can answer this. How do you take the idea and then make it a business like it, it can't yeah. just be as easy as. I got the website domain. Now it's a business. You know what I mean? Like how, what do you do? What are some of the like simple steps that you would, you know, tell someone who wants a toilet Yeti business? Yeah. So putting legal things aside, because obviously like depending on type of business, you file for like a 501. Get a lawyer. Step one. Yeah. Yeah. Outside (laughs) of that, it's really about, you start with an MVP. So a minimal viable product. So like, let's say it's like Yeti for toilets, right? Like you obviously don't want to spend like, 20k and just put that in into like not even 20k like a lot of times if you're like running a bigger business it's like you have to put in a couple like grand just to like get your final product but you don't even need to do that you just want to test how much people like it because right. what you are what you want to do is you want to build something that people want 
because a lot of times like we think people want something but they really don't it's like not really necessary there's a lot of roadblocks so it's like creating something like that's like minimum viable for example like for community we just hosted workshops and we were like do high school students want to come to these workshops and we were like yeah there's a lot of support for this and just out of just like that like testing kind of kind of product we were able to be like okay now we can create courses now we can create conferences because we've established that there is an audience who wants this type of thing so that's and then did you use that did you use that to like drum up support and get like loans or more money or whatever yeah, to yeah, then start too. up the business yeah people would come to our workshops and like donate money and we were like okay there we go now we're getting money too and then you can you can charge people like i know a lot of software companies they put wait lists on their product and that's not because people don't want it like they have so much demand they just want a few customers who really love their product and then they can just work on it and work on it until then it becomes perfect and then you focus on growth the first thing and the key thing to any company is just getting the product right and that's about building something people want, and then you can grow it. Right. Now, that's interesting. Now, I yeah. have, you know, look, I like to take the initiative on things uh, and be a kind of leader in the field. And I've already bought the domain, and this is not a joke, <laughs> bananas.biz for banana-flavored mayonnaise. <laughs> okay. So I'm just saying, yeah. I already own, RJ, I already own the URL, bananas.biz. Okay. You know, now, look, I Let's know- Let's set up some testing sites we've, we've all had i i don't even know if we need to test this frankly anisha i mean anisha yeah. I, you know think about the last time you had a tuna fish sandwich weren't you like god i'm so tired of chopping up my bananas and putting them on this tuna fish sandwich i just wish there was a flavor of banana i could just already do and skip a step you know honestly Bananas. that is kind of smart Bananas.biz. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. No don't do that no, anisha. Do it. no do it Another i mean one, i i kind of i kind of think it's smart Sorry about No, it's another, okay. Another one is here's, I just got a few product. Maybe a, I, let me just, fo- I have a focus group here with you guys. I'm just going to focus group a few things. What else you got? What other another, domain names do you have? <laughs> another one I own is Lipsteak. So it's like, <laughs> have you ever been kissing someone and you want to taste meat? You know? So like okay, lip, so I, are, I, I think this is a kind of a bad idea. I, I like the other one. Yeah, let's say. Okay, she's way more into bananas. But okay, wait, yeah, yeah. hold on one second. Can I just say the thing? Is it just lipstick, lipstick with like a, it meat tastes like steak? Room. It tastes like meat. And, and but here's the thing that the shade <laughs> is also the medium rare. You know, it's darker, like well done. Oh, is gosh. Darker. You oh. see what I'm saying? And rare is like night Red. bright pink. Yeah, well, yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay. No. Yeah, I mean that kind of just feels like no. you're tasting someone's dinner. Like, I mean, I <laughs> or your yeah. your dinner, but yeah, I guess you're right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right. Finally, wait. I've just one more product. Very okay. Cool. Okay. 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 Have you guys ever been at like Thanksgiving or like some kind of big meal and? You're eating something with gravy and, you know, you want to drink because like you're with your family and you're in high school. So, you know, okay. But you want to kind of drink, but you don't want to ruin the taste with like a beer. What about hard gravy? It's alcoholic <laughs> gravy. Okay, You know what I'm saying? Like, right. So it's like, I'm actually kind of into that. Yeah. Hard, hard gravy. gravy is kind of my <laughs> And you can also, by the way, Anisha, you could just drink hard gravy straight from the can. You know, you don't need to put it on a, you know, it's like a, you know, know? what do you think? I don't know. I mean, I I think 21 year old me would like this a lot. There we go. Yeah. See hard gravy. Hard gravy is a winner. Okay. So lipstick, I'm just going to write this down. Lipstick. No. (laughs) Uh, Bananas, I think is the winner so far. And I've already, I think she was legitimately into bananas. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, 
it's so easy and it tastes good. I, I, I'm a foodie. I don't know what to say. <laughs> Banana is sponsored by Q-Munity. <laughs> <laughs> we'll use quantum computing. Yeah. We'll put it to work to create yeah, the best good. bananas possible. <laughs> I hate that I'm even bringing this up. That, that, that might just so be the sorry. best branding I've ever heard. Like, I think so. The dumbest thing. Or maybe Banana sponsors quantum computing. Wouldn't it be amazing if, like, Q-Munity... <laughs> It's like what shoots like humanity like into the next level, and then it was yeah. sponsored by Bananas. <laughs> so <laughs> Bananas has community has to have an brought asterisk. to you by Bananas. B- bananas changing the world. I mean, I think that it's cha- it's changing a lot. Like it's just yeah. changing the way that we all eat. It's definitely changing my stomach because I'm feeling sick even <laughs> yeah. just talking about it. Uh, we need those Yeti toilet seats. All right. So What's anyway. That? Being your own boss, being your own boss was my second argument. We yeah. got a little off track with my product focus grouping. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, but okay. And then the third, look, my third one is very simple and we've kind of touched upon this, but you know, RJ and I, Anisha, RJ and I talk about a lot on this podcast about like life and, and things we want to accomplish in our lives and, and yeah. not having any regrets and looking back on a life well lived and all these things. And look, the rewards, my third argument is you are going to gain rewards that are not monetary. And I think Anisha's yeah. kind of talked about this, mm-hmm. I, you know, like totally. uh, by starting your own business, just the satisfaction, you know, seeing your new venture grow and succeed or perhaps with lipstick failing, but then learning from that, <laughs> you know, and, and yeah. then starting your, you know, your, your, your new uh, business, like, uh, you, like, uh, man, Mango go mangoes on the go. I don't know. I'm just, I'm, I'm, you know, I'm just spitballing here, but I, you know, so I think it's like to conquer, to climb a peak and to conquer it is one of the the most satisfying things you could do in your life. Exactly. And, and I think creating our own business, RJ, we can look back on that and, and succeed or fail. It would be an amazing experience. So uh, it's a, a life reward. Yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, go ahead. I think that I think that starting a business, it's higher risk, but it's higher reward. Like you can have a nine to five job and there's not not that much risk there. Like you kind of, you know what your salary is going in, but the potential for reward is also so much lower. Yes, exactly. Yeah. And also, I I mean, thinking about, well, thinking about Anisha, your company, you know, you, you put that against some of these other, I I feel like, do you guys watch, uh, What's the what's the show? Shark Tank. Do you watch Shark yes, Tank? Yeah, I, oh, I love Shark Tank. Have you ever thought Obviously. about going on Shark Tank, Anisha, with Community or no? You don't really need them. So Community is a nonprofit, so that oh. wouldn't really be that useful just because like they would be like, okay, so you're not going to like make me that much money yeah, yeah, back. Yeah. But yeah, so if I Man, honestly, I, I always thought about it. I, I thought of like a shower dryer, you know, like when you get in the shower and there's like you dry before you even step out. And I was like, this, this is Shark Tank. Like experience. a car wash. Where yeah, it dries exactly, you before you leave exactly. the car. I'm in. Let's do it. I'm Cause, in. Because it's I'm like in. I'd always like forget my towel and like I'd have to like be cold. And like it, it was just the worst feeling. So imagine you just get dry and then you leave. Perfect. That's amazing. We'll use, amazing. Our, we're gonna, yeah. we'll use our bananas uh, earnings as the seed money for uh It's a stepping uh, dry stone. Shower, yeah. Dry exactly. stepping stone. No, but what I was going to say was I watch a show like that and you see people going in for clearly the wrong reason. Clearly, it's Blay. It's just like Blay and I work in the show business industry and you see people getting into that for like, oh, I'm going to get rich. Like I'm going to be famous famous. and rich. And those that usually fails because, you know, the like just like, you know, community, you guys are doing it for this reason that you like 
believe in and other yeah. people clearly are like into it. You know, it's it yeah. you you one time did not mention that we're going to get wealthy or like, you know, right. or that we're going to be successful. You you just like your your mission statement kind of drove the whole thing, which is yeah. so smart. Totally. Yeah. And a lot of times you honestly won't make money. So it's like a lot of telling people that they're going to make money in business is just like not always a true statement. But a lot of people are just so satisfied with making less, but doing something they love. Yeah, yeah, totally. And I think that, yeah, and and to put what you guys are saying another way, I I really do think it's like you have to love the process or you're not going to. You're, it's not going to go well for you. <laughs> like right. yeah. even like writing jokes, there's days I absolutely despise it. And you know, and I oh, get yeah. to write jokes. I used to stock fishing lures at Kmart and now I get to write jokes and make, and make goofy, you know, make them ups for a living, but there's still days where I hate it. But you, so you have to love the process because mm-hmm. there's so much rejection. I think in any, anytime you're trying um, anything, business, show business, whatever it is, there's, it's just all rejection. So You have to make a home. Mm-hmm in rejection and, and love yeah, you got to love it. And you have to believe in yourself because it's like, no one has ever started a business with like a hundred percent, like no failures. Like right. no one that's never happened. There's always like something that's like, Oh, maybe this can't work. And then you have to be like, okay, screw it. Like we're going to find a way to make it work. Yeah. That, exactly. that kind of brings me to my final question for you, Anisha, which is, and it's kind of my biggest aversion to starting my own business, which yeah. is how did you, like, how did you believe in yourself enough to finally pull the trigger and do something as scary as starting your own business? You, when you start your own business, you yeah. put everything out there. This yeah. is what I'm doing. I'm risking a lot doing that. Like, how did you come up with the gumption to do something like this? Yeah. Luckily for me, I mean, I obviously am not like an adult, so I didn't have to like I didn't have to be financially independent. I had totally. that sort of flexibility. So my risk obviously isn't as higher as everyone else's. But for me, it was really just about like, I had a friend, right? The one who started it with me. And like, we were each other's hype, man. We were like, okay, we got this. Like, if, yeah. if, I, ever, if, I, ever, if I ever had a doubt, I knew like I could go to him. He would like tell me, okay, no, like that's not real. And even if I felt the same doubt that he came to me with, I was like, I was going to be the one who was like, no, we will do it anyway, just because I know that's like how we have to act with each other. Because if yeah. any one of us gave up, would not have gone further. Yeah. yeah. And having a hype man. Oh man, that's such good exactly. advice. Because like, I, obviously you have, yeah, you yeah, have like parents you are, that are like helping you. Yeah. yeah, we can. Yes. Yeah. You guys can be each other's hype man. <laughs> I kind yes. of, I'm kind of into it. I mean, yeah. Yeah. The, you also had to make sacrifices though. I mean, you're, yeah. you're downplaying it a little because you, you live at your parents' house and <laughs> you're a kid in high school, but like, you know, that it might've meant you can't learn skateboarding as early as you wanted to. You know what I mean? There's other things (laughs) that you had to sacrifice for sure. Yeah, definitely. I mean, it's kind of like one of those things where it's like, I just enjoyed it so much that like, it just, it was at the forefront of my mind. Like someone else was like, Nisha, like come over, like, let's go eat dinner. And I'm like, okay, but like three days later, maybe because I'm like in the middle of building the website and I'm like, so, so close. And I'm just, this is so fun for me. So it's just like, you kind of forget about that. And it's really about just picking something that is fun for you, you know, otherwise it's going to be hell. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So I think Ant-Man would be proud. I think Paul Rudd would be proud. You know? Totally. Oh, uh, that, that's the nicest thing anyone could ever say to me. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right. So there are my arguments. And now it is time right after the break for RJ to give his verdict. We'll be right back. Okay. We're back. We're back. All right. I, with the help of Anisha, 
am trying to convince RJ we should start our own business. And he's just created this amazing business called Community, community.tech. Check it out. It's incredible. And um, while, you know, Anisha, you're changing the world, you know, look, I, I think RJ and I could shoot lower banana flavored mayonnaise, Yeti toilet seats, whatever, you know, what have you, there's a business out there for everybody. And we, I think should start a great business. So here are my arguments, flexible hours, which look not the greatest argument in the world, but you get to <laughs> maybe choose, choose your own hours rather than, oh, I can't take a week off, you know, to go to do something that I want to do. I don't know. Go on a hike. I always say a hike. Cause I just think of you're always, <laughs> hike. I want to go to big bear on Thursday. I'm going to take today off. You can't right. do that. If you work for somebody else, you can be your yeah. own boss, which is basically paying yourself with life capital. You're, you're investing in yourself. You're, you're choosing to spend your life to do something that's going to lift you up and those around you. And then finally, you know I love this argument. It's one of my favorites we ever make is life rewards. Starting a business, we're going to get something more than money, dude. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You can't take it with you, bro. When you die and they throw you in a gra- at a dirt at a hole in the dirt, you know, what are they going <laughs> to put a bunch of money on there? No. You know, every we've got life experiences we're going to take with us into the great beyond because uh, you can't take your money. So I think we get more life experience by starting our own business. Those are my three arguments. I love, start a business. I love the arguments. Anisha, do you have any one final thing that you would say to someone who is maybe questioning starting their own business? What's the, what's the big final, this is why you should do it. Okay. Yeah. Just do it. Because if you believe in yourself, it's not impossible. Like the only thing that needs to work is you need to believe in yourself. Like obviously if you're questioning it, just be like, okay, I'm going to make it happen and then start it. Because that's it. That's all you need. That's Nothing it. else. You don't need like a, you don't need like an angel investor, or venture venture capitalist. Those all come after you start believing in yourself. That's right. And I have the URL bananas.biz. I just want to reiterate. <laughs> that yeah. One so we're I halfway there. You're, you're already uh, like yeah. It's already business. <laughs> all right. So so your first argument, the flexible hours, is a ridiculous argument. But I will say, Anisha <laughs> came in with the the better flip side of that argument, which is you're not forced to do anything that's not specific to the yeah. thing that you're being passionate about that you're starting up. So that is cool. All of your time is being devoted towards something you want to do. And then uh, investing so yourself. Ma- so maybe less flexible and more just like uh, more purposeful. focused. Su- focused. Super yeah. yeah. And then investing in yourself, being your own boss. That is the dream. We all know yeah. none of us want to answer to anyone. God, yeah. that'd be so cool to be your own <laughs> boss. It'd be the best. And then having, you know, money is always nice. I would love money. But other the other benefits, I think I believe you guys. I think that would probably be, you know, if not better, it would be just like something additional that you don't get always from a normal job is is all the other gains that you get that are not just monetary gains. So in conclusion, I think I'm in. I think I want to do it. I mean, here's the thing. I've always this is going to be so ridiculous, but I've always kind of had an idea of having a coffee shop, but like a mountain themed coffee shop. And, you know, maybe yeah, I'll yeah. think about it. Maybe I'll do it. I love it. I'll invest. Yeah. I'll invest. Yeah, me too. I, I'll invest. <laughs> you know, Amazing. we could we could make it a coffee shop slash quantum computing internet cafe. Oh, that, 
Yeah, it's, a it's very, very futuristic. There. And then they can have go. a bananas bar. Oh my god! Can... Guys, to God's ears, from your lips to God's ears. This is perfect. M G O M F G. Pardon my letters. I love Uh, it. (laughs) Thank you so much, Anisha, for joining us. You were unbelievable. Uh, It was so fun to have you. Everyone, remember to check out Qmunity.tech, and you can tune in to new episodes of Hear Me Out every Wednesday. Please rate and review, and tell your friends. And if there's something you want us to debate. You can send us an email at hearmeouthearmeout at gmail.com. Thank you, Brett Kushner, for producing the podcast Strange Hotels for the theme song, and we will see you next week.